What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Joe Board Podcast, JB Podcast Network. We have a very special guest today. You're you're the first person, James. James Verbeist, by the way. Welcome him on the show. You're the first person that I've interviewed before. This is the first time I've done a podcast like this where I've had someone on that I've interviewed before. I've been wanting to do it for a while, and I'm glad you're the first one because you're one of the most legendary people that I've <laughs> interviewed I mean, of all time, so memorable, just incredible. So I'm so glad that you were, uh, we were able to do this, man. How you been? Chilling, man. Been been pretty bored during quarantine. Thankfully, I was able to to get Mardi Gras before everything happened. But that was like the last time. Dude, I know. It was like right before that. So are you? So obviously, when when we were doing those videos, um, just if people don't know. James and or I was down there in New Orleans with Daily Dropout interviewing people. James was there for Mardi Gras in New Orleans on Bourbon Street. It was insane. Um, are you from New Orleans or are you just there visiting for Mardi Gras? I only went down from Mardi Gras. I'm actually from New Jersey. Okay. Oh yeah, that's right. I think I remember you saying that. So then you said you're then you're obviously in the military as well, as you said. Yep. I've seen on your Instagram. Thank you for your service, mm-hmm. James. Um, so of course, are, so are, um, are you in the army, National Guard? Where, where are you at? Yeah, I'm in the army, National Guard. Oh. Um, and then as a corona, we haven't even met. We haven't done anything. Yeah. So I actually just met today with them just to do a little briefing about what's been going on and, and what we're doing uh, moving forward. But yeah, I mean, I've been hanging out right now. So. Yeah, for sure. What have what have you do? What like what do you do for fun? Do you do any other work like outside of? Uh, the military, like, what are you doing in your down? Like pre-COVID, when things are normal, like, what are you usually doing? I like to work out. Uh, I used to wrestle a lot, so I wrestled since I was a little kid. So I used to coach a lot. Uh, I do yeah. privates, I would clubs, uh, just anything to stay active, stay busy. Do uh, like football, soccer, and stuff yeah. in my yard. But I used to do uh, like clubs. Yep. So anything outdoors, staying active, staying busy, I like to do. I love it. I love it. So I got to know. So what, what made you, I mean, other than just Mardi Gras being awesome, like what led you to, to deciding like, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to make this trip. I'm going to plan it out. Take me through it. Cause I know when I found out I was going and I was going to go interview and hang out during Mardi Gras, like I was so excited. So I want to know, like, did, was this a buddy's trip? Did you just make a solo mission? Like, give me the whole background on it, because everyone's got their own story that makes them end up in New Orleans, man. Yeah, we planned it out uh, while we were actually still in employment. And it was me and two of my buddies um, from the military. And then the week of, one of them quit, and another buddy just jumped on in. Wow. So I know one of the dudes that was with me. It was just me and my buddy and then his friend. Um, and we knew Mardi Gras was on a, a Tuesday, but we wanted to kind of be there for the weekend. So we actually went there Friday night. Oh my god! And it was a it was a very 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 long weekend. I mean, I was drinking from from the from Friday night till Tuesday morning, and then Mardi Gras was absolutely insane. So I mean, I, I had a double U infection when I got home. I was I was shitty when I got home, but it was it was an awesome time. It was insane, very memorable. And I'll definitely be going back probably with some more friends next year. Yeah, well, if it happens. Yeah, well, you know what they say. I mean, you, you don't go to, I mean, did you really go to New Orleans? Did you really go to Mardi Gras if you don't have a double ear infection when you get home? I mean, I could, it could have been worse, so I'll take it. <laughs> That's true. There's like, there's like regular hungover, and then there's like Bourbon Street hungover, which is like, it's out of the frame. It's like all the way up here. It was absolutely insane. I put myself on like a little stipend each day, like how much money I wanted to yeah. spend on alcohol. And I just blew past that. I did not 
wicked hole. No, was, there's. You know, okay, dude. Make the most of it. You know, that's right. Time. You can't have a budget when you, the only budget you have when you go to New Orleans is unlimited. Like there's just, exactly. just yeah. let it happen. Did you um? So obviously, like I'm from Ohio, I live out in Arizona. You you're in New Jersey. Like, did you now? Obviously, we 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 checked out all the uh, 21 plus fun there. But did you get to did you get to chow down on any of the like the local cuisine there? Because the food there, like the po boys, everything. I mean, I was yeah. just like, oh, this is heaven. Like, I'd be so fat if I lived here. We did um we did like the cafes in the morning. Yeah, yeah like cafe and wah, whatever it was called. Yep. But the for lunch and dinner, we went the first day to um like one of like the shop plates or the, the stores there and we bought a loaf of bread and we bought um like two pounds worth of turkey. And yeah. then we each one sandwich every day and that was the only thing that we ate. So I mean there was not much in my system besides alcohol, but yeah. it was yeah, those drinks are crazy. I know the 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 uh, camera guy was with Noah, who um, you I don't know if you remember. I mean, I you know, but uh, he was with me, and we went out one night, not like super hard, uh, but we obviously we wanted to grab like one of the famous drinks on Bourbon Street. I think we went with like, you know, they all have the you know, it's like Vegas, right? I don't know if you've ever been to Vegas, but you know, you're walking up and down the strip, and they have those huge drinks yeah, yeah, yeah. I, we, we went the margarita grenades and they have obviously the daiquiris and stuff that's where they get you it's not only a ton of alcohol but then it's just sugar which is just yes, like much sugar. so just bad oh, it's huge <laughs> tastes so yeah. good when it hits your lips but when your eyes open in the morning you're like i'm never drinking, i'm <laughs> never <laughs> drinking again no yeah you say that every morning you do the pep talk in the morning i'm gonna take it slow today i'm gonna take it slow man. yeah that's why i was like blacked out on bogus Right. You got to take a look in the mirror. You got to get real close. You're like, you can do this. You, you are smarter. You are mature. <laughs> you can do this. Yeah. And then it cuts away five minutes later. It's yeah. like, you know, it's like well, you get well, double grenades. Drink, yeah. My first drink just goes downhill quick. My God. And New Orleans, the culture there was so cool. Everyone was so, in, in New Orleans was interesting. Now tell me, um, I don't know, where did you guys stay when you were there? We were only like, I think, two blocks off of Bowen Street. We got a really close hotel. Nice. Um, our hotel was kind of strict about letting people in, which kind of sucked. Like you had to have a wristband and everything for them to even let you in the door. So that kind of sucked. But I mean, it was it was close enough that we could walk every morning. It wasn't an issue. But then it was also like kind of off the beat where you could sleep nice. when you needed to, and it wasn't like just pounding loud. Yeah. But uh, we had a good hotel. That's nice. Yeah, we stayed a little bit further away, but. One thing that I noticed about New Orleans is like, obviously it's, I don't know what it was like pre Katrina. Like, obviously they're still like, I imagine still rebuilding from that. It seemed, you know, pretty apparent. Um, but you know, like, but, but you would never like, like, like the way that it is there and the people's spirits and just the culture and everything of New Orleans, I was just so impressed with. There's a place that I cannot wait to go back to because, you know, as you know, it may look one way and it may look beaten down, but there's beautiful people there and some of these places are beautiful inside you know there, there there's a thriving business and there's just a just like an energy and just like a, you know a happiness that i wish could be spread around more because you know new orleans i mean especially that weekend it just um it, like it, yeah it was it felt like you know you it, it felt very homey like i've never i never had been there before but you feel just very like comfortable yeah, there in community yeah yeah, yeah. as it's, it's like weird Different feeling. Also, in down south, we don't do that in Jersey. No, <laughs> it's too close to someone. You can get a shit rock. But that's right. Down there, I was giving everyone hugs, and shit. I was like, "What the hell is insane?" 
Yeah, dude, I, I noticed that when I've been back home in Ohio, I live in a small town and, you know, I'm out in Arizona and, you know, being in the city life kind of more, we're not the West Coast, but we're, you know, we're right there. Uh, you know, it's just different. Like I have to get used to like waving to all my neighbors again when they like drive by or just people that I don't know. People are just way more like friendly, like here in the Midwest and the South. It's just, it's just way different. I, I like it. I miss it, but I, it's almost like it's left my, uh, left my brain. I, I'm not used to that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So what I want to do is first off, I, I, I made, I took the time. I put a little, uh, highlight reel of you from some of the videos <laughs> and, and um, we're going to watch them back. I feel like one or two of the videos got deleted for some reason. I don't know. I felt like there was more of you, um, but we do have some clips, you know, maybe you're, you're like inside. I know you're like, thank God. And just, <laughs> but um, so before we do that, I want to ask like, first off, like, do you, I, I, I was just looking back at our earlier DMS on Instagram and you sent me like this long thing, like, yo man, like I did like, I really don't watch YouTube much. Like I saw your stuff. I spent all this time watching all of your other videos, which I really appreciate. And I thought was pretty cool, but if I was just cracking up. Uh, do you still get crap from people? Like, do people still tag you in the videos and like send you messages and stuff? Well, like pictures and like videos when they're watching YouTube, they're like, dude, is this fucking you? I'm like, yeah, but like, that's, that's I imagine the National Guard guys, if they get a hold of it, like that's like, I imagine the National Guard is just like being on a sports team, like locker room talk, everyone's yeah. just busting your balls. And I imagine whoever found that first, like had a lot of fun with it. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm surprised I've gotten more shit for it, honestly. Yeah, who knows? Those things catch a second life yeah. and they end up on like TikTok and other places. Like we don't even Balls post them. Yeah. On video and it's viral. Yeah, it's crazy. Okay, I'm going to share my screen. Hopefully this this should work out. Let's see. Should be technolo technologically advanced, but sometimes I'm not. Okay. Here we go. I should be able to share this now. There we go. All right. So we're gonna take. Hold on. Let me blow this up. There, there it is. The legend, dude. This is like. Uh, the night. All right. Can you see this? Yeah. Okay. Dude, okay. First off, let's break this down before we go. Just people who haven't been to Mardi Gras before, I haven't seen pictures or anything. It is insane. It is like the, the, there is, it is so packed there. Like we are bare, like we are like scrunched up. Like we have zero room and the smoke looks awesome. Like it looks like we're doing yeah, this on purpose. It looks like there's a fog machine there. Yeah. Okay. This yeah. is also uh, before you had all the beads. Yeah, because dude, you you had so many beads. It was but they were heavy. That was like so and green at the end of it. Yeah, dude. dude, you you were like hunched over. It was so heavy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's watch this first clip. I think this first one is from How to Turn a Girl On. So let's watch this first one. Uh, uh, at the end of the night, you're like, let me hit your snap, and then you dip, and then hit up play that night. There you go. Unsolicited, pick easy. You're good. Freak. <laughs> so. So the one thing I that obviously jumps out there is the uh, unsolicited dick pic. Uh, we kind of talk about this in the next video too, so I don't want to dive too deep into it. Now, I, I, what I wanted to show these for is one to share a good laugh and reminisce on times when they were still normal, but also we got to know, man. Like, is that is that the go to? Does that does that work for you? Because guys are watching this, trying to figure it out. Not in this culture now. That's no go. No go. No go. You got to. No go. Okay, we're gonna play this next one. This is the same night, same video. 
Now, this might be the, like, now that I've watched it back, I'm like, this should be the song of the summer. Like, this is the hottest mixtape. Like, yeah, this was fire. Yeah, right? Like, this, and then they put the little beat, the editors put the beat to it, which was just yeah, amazing. That is so good. Okay, yeah, l let's just, let's just watch this. Here we go. In the sheets. Treats in the sheets, because we be the East Beast. Yes, I'm the boy, you can call me that East. Yeah, I'm in this bitch. Yeah, I'm the rich. And I'm in this bitch, and I'm lost on my shit. Cooler than this thing, who my white boys. Okay, I ain't no toy. Yeah, I'm in this bitch. Yes, I'm the rich. D-Baby, and you know it, I'm the shit. You can Dude. That so that was like a sick freestyle or whatever that was. I, uh, yeah, like I watched it back. I listened to it a few times. I'm like, can we get like, I, I'm about to. I, can we get this on Spotify somehow or just yeah. put it on there, right? Then I loved how like that, but that was like New Orleans in a nutshell. Like you look at the background, you see the grenades. I have beads on. Everyone just like smiling, happy, and then there's this random dude, me, interviewing yeah. people, and we all just yeah. got our all bunch of strangers with our arms around each other, just like yeah. bumping to this guy's freestyle. Like that was just that just like encompasses yeah, like, New Orleans, which was awesome. That was sweet. That that was a really fun moment. When I looked back on that, I was like, man, that was that was pretty cool. Yeah. All right, this next one now. Now, you are officially the bead king. I saw no one with more beads. Now we're. Yeah. Tell me how you acquired these. Did, did you see, were girls flashing you left and right? You picking these up off the street? How'd you get all these beats? A lot of girls, I would just, I would just go under them and then they would be like, oh, and they, 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 they do the little shirt thing yep. and then I'd do my, I'd flash them and then they'd throw me down like four or five. And then I just, I don't even know what happened. I just had so many. And yep. then I was given away, that was like my, I think that was like my, my, my favorites. It was, I had like, so many that I was giving away the little ones. I was like, fuck these shits. Like, these yeah. Tiny. You know, flash them titties and you can have one, you know? Yeah, exactly. And then I kept those big ones because I was like, dude, these are worth something, right? Dude, those big ones are like, I was like, where do I get, like, look, my, look how weak my bead game is. There. Yeah. <laughs> I got like two little, I look like the guy who picked them up at the airport. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, I got to get with it, right? And yeah. then um, the glasses, where did the glasses come from? Because they were not there the night before. No, we went shopping one morning because, um, like, we had, like, no clothes that were ready for Mardi Gras. Like, that's where the shirt came from, too. The shirt so is we like, sick. Sweet. I wore it almost, like, like four or five days. You I wore it every day. Every day. Yeah. So we, we went to some store, and they had those glasses, and I was like, I need these. And there was it was awesome. I was like, have them, lady. For, like, we were arguing between, like, 50 cents, and I was like, nah, dude, I can't do that. And then she's like, okay, okay, okay. You can get them for 125 And I was like, all right, we got a deal. Yeah, it was Dude. sweet. I think I still have them actually. Dude, those are sick. The glasses are sick. The shirt is sick. The beat. I mean, you are like you are like prepped. Like I, you you alphaed me here. I almost like had to stop the interview and go get. I almost had to go buy a shirt because they were selling them there right on Bourbon Street. Like it was. Yeah, it was, it was I like them. I know. I would still wear that. Like I love that. I think that yeah, shirt's I, awesome. I, I, like a polo, like it's a nice little like polo shirt. Exactly. All right, this is um from Thoughts on Nudes. And I don't know, I can't even, like we kept seeing you, we almost, the camera guy and I, I would tell him, I'm like, this dude is literally like a figment of our imagination. Like, I don't think he's real. <laughs> we're, the, we're the only people that can see him. Like he came from another dimension <laughs> and he was just sent to us 
and we go back and edit the video, we honestly thought you were going to show up on film. Like, that's, like, how ridiculous it was. Dude, I saw you, like, every day, I feel like. <laughs> we did. And I would just I point like, to you, and you'd come right over. I'm like, this guy's the man. <laughs> yeah, I got to go talk to him real quickly. Like, yeah, it's like you're just telling your buddies, like, it's kind of a, just a thing, you know, an understanding that we have, yeah. unwritten rule. You know the deal. You know the deal. We, we just did it. All right, here we go. Thoughts on nudes. This is, this is the gem. Send me them whenever you want. I could be with my family. I could be in church. It doesn't matter. It's always time to get them. 24-7-365. And I love sending them. Now, have you... So, <laughs> have you ever gotten a nude while you were in church? Is that real? Or are you just saying, like, or was that just, like, some free... You just decided to use our platform as some free advertising. Like, hey, if you want to send me some nudes, even if I'm in church, yeah. go ahead. No, I've got I've got them there before. I, I, you know, waking up early Sunday morning. Beautiful. You know, I'm sitting there next to my grandma, and I'm oh. my phone. I'm looking at some saggy grandma titties, dude. <laughs> oh you know? my god! Oh my god! Grandma uh, did not approve that one. No, 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 no. no. And then you said you love sending them. Is that is that true? Are you all are you all about it? You're you're a equal opportunity provider here when it comes to the nude game. Of course, especially now. I mean, it's hard to see people, so you gotta you gotta do what you can to make it work, you know. Right, and equality, right? I mean, oh, just yeah, just I mean, come on now. All right, yeah. let's watch this. I think this might be the last clip, or maybe there's one more. This this is on the same video. Have you ever gone? You know what? I'm gonna shoot my shot here. I'm gonna send a nude. I'm going to go That's for it risky, now. Brother. That's yeah, big time there. risky. I had a goal. So, like we said before, you said not in today's world, right? No unsolicited. Yeah. You get blasted. You yeah. go to jail. The, 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 there was a point, this is so ridiculous to say, but there was a point in time not too long ago where somehow, like, people were, like, grandfathered into that. And, like, that was, like, a thing. I don't know how, like, I feel like half of my junior high class should be in jail. Yeah, I mean, the, I, I'll see DMs that like in girls' phones, and it's just like, dude, why are people just sending you this? Like, this is insane. Dude, we dude. talked to so <laughs> many <laughs> girls in this video, and I asked them, I'm like, are your, do your DMs just get lit up, like, especially the requests? And like, mm -hmm. any type of girl, they could have any type of following, they could look any kind of yeah. way. And there's just freaking horny weirdos in their yeah, DMs, like, totally strangers. <laughs> messages where it's like it's like i want to be your sugar daddy and it'll be like a paragraph i want to be your sugar daddy for 400 dollars a week and you just do blah 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 the same ones it's weird man it's so messed up so messed yeah. up and this is i just love seeing new orleans back in the daytime where you can actually see things yeah it looks beautiful and you know what it was kind of weird but i guess new orleans is that way because they party until like the early parts of the morning like during the day it was actually kind of like it was still going but it, it was um it was quiet. It was very quiet during the day. I thought it would be more crazy during the day. Looking back on it, like going as a filming trip, I would almost go be like, hey, let's just go out at like eight or nine o'clock and yeah. work all the way through the morning and just do both videos during the nighttime. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. During the day, you could you could walk around pretty easily until like four or five o'clock. And then I feel like after like dinner time hit, then people were like, all right, it's time to go get blacked out. Yeah. And people would be partying until like, like six in the morning till the sun yeah. came up. Yeah, deep. It was awesome. awesome. The cops, they were awesome. I mean, they, they didn't mess with anyone. They didn't tell yeah. anyone to leave. They weren't doing anything. That was, that was awesome, too. I mean, no. That's like, not Jersey. <laughs> no, no. The cops, <laughs> the cops are basically make sure are just there to 
make sure it doesn't get too crazy. And by that, like, but they understand, right? I, I'm sure, like, they've either been around long enough or their locals were like, yo, I, like, we understand New Orleans. Like, our yeah. our level, our limits are different than other places. And we understand, yeah. like, no, where, the, where and, the line is. And, yeah, they, they were they were super chill dudes. Yeah, they, they they were awesome. They did a great job. As far as I know, everyone like nothing bad happened. Yeah, it it didn't seem honestly like anything really big happened. No, but the one thing though, I want to ask you this: like like you mentioned earlier, this was like right before COVID. This is at the end of February, and obviously it got lit up. Like New Orleans was a hot spot, just yeah. Louisiana in general in terms of COVID cases. Did you get sick or ever feel sick or anything like week like in the the time after you were there? No, somehow I didn't. I didn't really have anything besides the double ear infection. That was it. Yeah. But I, I, I don't know how I didn't get sick, but how none of us got sick. Cause I mean, that was like definitely a huge place to get it. Dude, I know. Yeah. I, I look back on it and I was freaking out like when all this happened because, so this was like we said end of February. Then literally ten days later, I went and did. I was working, did videos again. We went to, uh, to Cabo for spring break in Mexico. Yes. Yeah. All those videos. Yeah, yeah, and then I was um I, I all of my school classes were online, so I I I didn't have to come back for class. So they literally sent me the next week to Cancun. So I was gone for two weeks, and in the middle of those two weeks is like when, like all the you know it was coming out, like yeah. the whole country yeah. shut down. Yeah, and you you never got sick at all. Never got sick. Like I was changing planes. Yeah. We were around all those people. Like. Like we're like we're up in people's faces, like we're having conversations, yeah, okay. right? I, saw people, yeah. I shook and hugged and was around and high five oh, yeah, yeah. and was talking in people's faces. You know, hundreds of people, way more than yeah. the, you know the, 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 the regular, average. the average person, right? And never got sick or anything, but I do feel back in, um, you know, this has been pretty common. I feel like back in November, I feel like a lot of people said that they had like a respiratory kind of like flu like sickness back in like November and December, but it never really got diagnosed as anything official. And like, I felt like I had COVID back in November cause I had like the fever, the body aches, the cough, like trouble breathing, fatigue and all, like all the symptoms. And I had to go in for like three days worth of tests and they couldn't figure out what it was. And they finally just told me I pretty much had pneumonia. So, but obviously now it would have been marked as COVID. So maybe I was, you know, was a little less susceptible to it. I don't know. Yeah, yeah that'd be pretty sweet if you did. Yeah, it's crazy. But I'm, I'm glad you didn't get sick or anything. That's one thing I wanted to ask because I bet a lot of people went home and were like, it's like not the flu, but it's not this, but I'm sick. Yeah, I got pretty lucky. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, if you can escape New Orleans with only a double ear infection, I mean, that's a win, buddy. Nah, yeah, no no arrest. I didn't get my wallet stolen, like nothing. Pretty good. You're good. All right, yeah. I think this is the last clip here. Let's watch this. You sent me it when I was at dinner with all my boys. Yeah. And I showed it to the boys. Yeah. And then I sent a picture back to her. Yeah. And I said, we appreciate you. Oh, no. She liked it. Oh, so she did. Okay. Some girls <laughs> like it. Some girls See, like it. See, you just came out and you were honest. You and weren't trying like, to no hide way, it. The boys approve. Right. I made her feel good. I was like, hey, that's like an eight and a half out of ten. Yeah. That's not a bad nude. Dude, <laughs> I, that, that's the highlight reel. Let's just give a round of applause to the highlight reel because that was... That was incredible stuff. You made my life so much easier that weekend in New Orleans, man. You were the best. So hats off to you. The the dare I need the little kid, the Derek Jeter gif where he's taking off the hat. 
Um, <laughs> but dude, like literally, okay, let, let's break that. Let's break down that one now. So you're you're with the boys playing yes, cards, drinking, play. at eating food, whatever. Yeah, right? yeah, we want women. So and you know the cafeteria. It's probably we were at midnight shower. So I was in the Middle East. So I was like seven hours um, ahead. So it was probably like eight o'clock at night here. Um, and I, I don't even know who this girl was at, at this point. This is this a while ago. But she sent she sent some titty pics, and then. I just had everyone, you know, we're sitting in like a, a big line. So I just passed my phone down to the end. I was like, yo, just take a big selfie with all of us. And then everyone was doing like thumbs up and like everything. And then she thought it was funny. She was laughing. She, she had a good time with it. That's but yeah, amazing. Could have gone, a, could've gone a, a, a worse way, but it worked out pretty well. Right. Okay. So I'm just glad that you realize the, the risk here. Cause I'm trying to, this, oh, yeah. you know, we're, we're, we're talking these things out. Like, like I, I love how you like, you you go for it. You you just were upfront with it. You 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 can't like be in the middle. You can't no gray area. Like you committed fully to it. Like full on big selfie. Like we approved. Like that was amazing. She respected it. She respected it. And obviously, like, so what did you? Were you basically just like fuck it? Like I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do this. Or did was the girl like pretty chill? Or was this kind of a risque move? This girl. Um... I was, I don't think I was really talking to her that much, honestly. I think we should just send me titty pics pretty often. And then um, I was like, I was just looking, and then my buddy next to me was like, oh, nice titties, bro. And I was like, thanks, dude. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Everyone. Look. Yeah. And then <laughs> I was like, hey, let's take a quick pic back for it. And then they, she liked it, so it, it worked out pretty well. Oh, my God. I feel, okay, so you were, you said you were deployed, and you were in the Middle East. Where were you at? I was in Qatar. Okay, gotcha. So what's the, uh, I imagine now, like this is different than all the old war movies that we watch where girls are sending like Polaroids and they're writing letters and stuff. I'm sure some people still do the personal touch, but like with technology now, like I'm, I assume you have the Wi-Fi, like you can still get like texts or Snapchats or whatever, right? So yeah, so I mean you get Wi-Fi when you're in the buildings, when right. you're walking around. But yeah, you get Wi-Fi most places. Cool, cool. So what's the, I, I dude, what, what's like, I imagine the nude game is crazy and people are maybe not too, uh, maybe unless it's their wife, maybe they're not too bashful. Like, Hey, we know, you know, James, man, he hasn't, he, no, no one's been sending him any love. Like, let's, you know, let's, let, let's hook him up here. You know, anything to, cause I'm, you know, I imagine, man, like you're over there. Like that's just, that, that can't be easy. I did. I did have these one girls. There was like three of them. I was only talking to one girl. And then they were drunk one night, and they were like, oh, I wish you were back home. And I was like, I know, me too. And I was like, you know, I was slicking. I was like, you know, like, what would we be doing if I was there, you know? Yeah. And then all three of these girls, well, they, they posted up their camera, they FaceTimed me, and then they all just got naked and started hooking up. Sw swear to God, bro. I was like, yo, what? I was just in my bed at, like, 3 a.m. I was like, yo, what is going on right now? Dude, it was insane. Insane. I am very fortunate. They Incredible. serve their country. <laughs> that's right. That's, um, you know, that's, uh, you know, th they certainly haven't done as much as you to, uh, you know, help protect our freedoms. But, I mean, they're they're about <laughs> as close <laughs> as they can be being a civilian. I'm just going to say it. Yeah, they definitely put in some work. I love it. I love it right now. I love it. That that's what that that just keeps you motivated, right? Every like these athletes yeah. talk about all these motivations or whatever. Like everyone's got something. Everyone needs something, right? Yeah. It was a long time. You know, you, you have to a long time by yourself. So 
Yeah. yeah have someone at home. So I, I'm fascinated by that. So what, what, what was that like? So you were in Qatar, you were deployed. Now, um, is it any different for someone who is in the National Guard like yourself and you get deployed versus someone who may be full-time in the Army? Like, obviously, different people have different jobs if they're more of a specialist. But, you know, people who are just kind of generally in the military, the infantry, whatever it is, versus someone's in the National Guard, like, what are your duties? Are the deployments different? Like, how does all of that uh, work out? Kind of take us behind the, the scenes here, if you could. I would say there really isn't much difference um, from the time that you actually deploy. Obviously, our jobs when we're back home different. But once you deploy, I mean, we were deployed. My unit is National Guard unit, obviously. But it was a pretty good-sized base, and we had a bunch of people there who were active duty. We had a bunch of people there who were, who were National Guard, people there who were reserves. So, I mean, you have all those components together. But when you actually get overseas and, and downrange, your job is pretty much the same, um, like whether you're active duty, National Guard, whatever have you. I think the only thing that might change a little bit would be the locations where you deploy. Normally, like Qatar and Kuwait and stuff like that, those more like um, less hostile zones mm-hmm. are normally going to be National Guard and um, reserves. But I mean, America has bases pretty much in every country. So there's there's a lot of National Guard that deploys. I think National Guard deploys a good amount. We normally deploy every four or five years. Uh, active duty normally deploys like every two or three years. So you definitely get more deployments with active duty. And they're normally going to be the ones who are going into combat deployments. But it, it pretty much just goes on a rotation. Um, we went to non-combat de- non, uh, deployment this time. So when we deploy again, most likely it's going to be a combat deployment. That's what we're looking at right now. Um, we just actually got a little bit of info for that next one. So I would say that, that once you actually get down wage and you deploy it, you're pretty much doing the same job, whether you're active duty, National Guard, whatever have you. Gotcha. How long were you over there? I left Jersey in January. And I got back to Jersey in December. Um, and I was in Texas for about a month before and after. So I was there for about nine months. And I was in Texas um, for about two months. Gotcha. And then what was your day-to-day like over there? You said it was non-combat. So I'm sure you said... Yeah. And we had like a, a weapons cache pretty much. Um, I would wake up. I mean, we had three different shifts. We had like a 8 a.m. to uh, uh, 0 4 a.m. to like noon. And we had like noon to 8 p.m. And then we had like the overnight... And we rotated those schedules every three months. Um, and then I would pretty much just wake up and sit in a tower, hang out for eight hours, and then work out, eat, sleep, and do it all again the next day. That's crazy. Yeah, my um, he was my eighth grade English teacher and eighth grade basketball coach. He ended up being the uh, um, varsity baseball coach my sophomore through my senior year of high school. And he was, um, I want to say Air National Guard, mm-hmm. and he was deployed. Um, uh, yeah, he, he talked about he was in a very kind of similar situation. It was he was in a non-combat situation, and you know he he would just talk about. Now I don't know, you know, I see you're you're single right now. You don't have like a a family of your own, mm-hmm. right, or anything like that. No. Yeah, yeah, because he was you know obviously older, had like a wife and and two kids, and I I just can't. I mean, for anyone, but it's, you know. I can't imagine what it's what it's like being away from that that long, and I and I assume you know it probably gets pretty, pretty monot uh, monotonous, and but yeah. you know, but at the same time, you, you have to be like, hey, you know, it could be we could be in a combat situation. It could be a lot more dangerous for me. So I guess there's the pros and cons yeah. of it all, right? 
Yeah, you get you get good at, at kind of boxing things out. Each thing has its own box. When it's time to work, it's time to work. And then at night, that's when you want to, you know, think about your family. But you, you, you kind of have to separate those two in order to just function. I mean, you're, you're gone for nine months, so it's not it's not getting any quicker. So yeah. the only way to do it is just suck it up. But, yeah, coming home was that, that like, the coming home and we just get off the bus and all the families are there and there's there's like balloons and springers and everything is insane and that was definitely a memory that like i'll always have the rest of my life that was just insane surreal moment yeah talk about that moment and i don't know who 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 was your uh first hug do you have a sibling mom dad who what was that your mom um but it was it was it was it was honestly really weird i felt weird for like the first week um i was really quiet when i got home and i didn't i didn't really talk to my family that much because i was so used to like I texted my parents maybe like once a week while I was overseas because I didn't really want to have a huge connection with them and just think about them all day, every day. So I kind of separated myself a little too well, I think, from my parents. And then when I got home, it was like, wow, I'm like, now now what do I do? It was weird. Um, And I was able to to get back into school and to get another regiment going because you're going from from having your whole day planned out when when you're over there. You know exactly what you're going to do every single day every single hour of every single day and you come home and you're like, dude, I can do whatever I want. So it's, it's a definitely a strange feeling right when you get home, but it was, it was so much fun just to, to get off that, to get off the bus and just see all the families there, all the little kids running up to their parents. It was, it was insane. Yeah, dude, I, I bet those, I mean, I, I don't know anyone that doesn't tear up when they watch some of those things. Like they're, yeah, they're, they're coming. Yeah. They're really powerful stuff. That's, that's really cool. Do you think when you go back a second time, because that was your was that your first deployment? Yeah, that was my first one. Do you ever think? Because I feel like sometimes too, you know, when you go to something that's going to be you know tough and that's so scheduled out like that, um, like you've done it once, you know, I sure I, I I assume you know you don't know what it's like till you're over there, but I'm sure that you know you talk to people that have done it and they brief you on everything, like you're not going in there blind, right? But do you ever yeah, you know, feel, right? You know what you're going to do. Do you ever feel like it's tough when you're going to do something that you know that's going to be you know, both tough, you know, mentally and physically when, when you, when you've been there before, you kind of know what's coming and, and it's a little bit more routine. Do you think that's a, like a challenge in itself? Like when you, when you know kind of what you're meeting head on, like pretty much a hundred percent, like exactly kind of how it's going to go. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we, we were, we, my unit was in Qatar four years before we even went. So we did the same exact mission, the same place, everything four years prior. So a lot of the dudes, we're going there for the second time, and we were talking about you know everything there is to do there, how how the mission is, how the food is, everything, because a lot of the guys were already there the first time. So I mean, you you're mentally preparing yourself for that moment for like a year and a half, and then it's when you get closer and closer and closer, that's just all you're thinking about. Um, so you kind of got to do whatever you can to distract yourself. So it's definitely it's definitely scary, but it's it's also a pretty sweet moment when like you. You're on the airplane, and it's just all your boys. You're just chilling with your boys. Just got to look at, like, a, a long vacation. Yeah. <laughs> with your best friends. But, I mean, it definitely has its perks. It definitely has its downsides. But I am i can't wait for the next one, honestly. It, it was a good time, and I'm, I'm excited to do it again. What, what's that um, flight like? Because it's not like you're, you know, jumping on a, a Southwest plane or something like that. I mean, w- where did you take off from? And is it is it a straight flight? through flight all the way there or what's the what's the journey like to get there it's a 18 to 20 hour flight right there yeah so 
we we have our own plane um but there's like uh like the the flight people on it like the pilots and then there's the, the ladies who give you drinks and stuff right. like that um but we took i think three different planes we went to like uh ireland and then we went to uh kuwait and then we went to Qatar. so there's a different different stops with it but it was a it was a crazy long flight i mean i didn't sleep two days i didn't sleep for two days before we left because i knew how long the flight was going to be yeah so i just myself and i remember like passing out as soon as i got on the plane and i woke up and i was like are we, are we there yet <laughs> i was like dude we still got another eight hours to go dude and i was like shit bro so it was it was insane you have to like live on a live on a plane for, for a day or so but it was definitely a fun plane ride it was a good time i mean the way there is, is definitely different on the way back you know one's kind of slow and depressing when you're leaving and then on the way back it's like a party plane yeah because like you can just you can itch you itch them to be home so you definitely have a different feeling on the way home yeah and it probably feels like the longest flight ever because you just want yeah. you just want to be back so badly yeah but <laughs> it was it was awesome now what would you guys do now obviously you're talking about like working out and obviously you guys hang out when you eat and stuff like that so like socially when you guys aren't working you know, what's kind of like the leeway to hang out? Like what, what do people, what, what do people do? How do people get creative just to kind of stay entertained and, and things like that? Uh, I mean, obviously a lot of dudes did video games. Um, and then uh, a lot of people took college as well. I took, I got 14 credits while I was deployed. Oh, awesome. So, yeah, that was pretty, that was pretty sweet. It was something that kept me busy and um, just kept my mind engaged in something besides just work, work, work. Um, and then there's also like a lot of different, um, like organizations is like volunteer work that you can do there. So there's, there's stuff to keep you busy if you are proactive and want to go get busy. But if you just want to sit in your room and play video games eight hours a day, there's, there's definitely people who did that as well. Yeah. So I mean, when I think everyone figures out like what they want to do, what they want to spend their time. And a lot of people just, just go to the gym and completely, it's like a big life changing time. I mean, I know dudes who were fat dudes before we left. And when you work out every single day, all day, you fall in love with it and it becomes a part of your routine. And now they're, they look a hundred pounds less and they are continuing that routine, even in these wow. crazy every now. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I, yeah. It's, you can either go crazy or you can like be really productive because it seems like they have those resources, you know, to, to volunteer, like you go to school, like, you know, you're, you're working over there, but you're also, I mean, you're doing, you got things going yeah. on simultaneously, just, you know, just, just working for yourself, which is awesome. What, what were you taking your uh, credits and were those going towards a degree? Or were you just taking classes you were interested in or what was that like? I mean, I'm a criminal justice major um, at John Jay in Manhattan. So I took mostly criminal justice classes and then I took also an EMT course um, to get EMT certified. Uh, that was just kind of something I wanted to, you know, it's a good tool to have. Um, but most of my courses were in criminal justice field. Great. So what are you doing right now? Are you do you have another job other than uh, National Guard right now? Because is National Guard usually is that like, like every other weekend type stuff? Or like, how does that? Yeah. I, I, I know yeah. I've heard the schedule before. Yeah, it's normally one weekend in the month and then two weeks in the summer. Okay, gotcha. So, yeah. so what are you doing? Uh, um, are you like in student full time? Or like, what are you doing outside of that then? Yeah, I'm a full time student. Uh, I go to John Jay. Um, I was working before Corona hit. But since then, since I got home, I haven't worked at all. Yeah. Um, hanging out, not complaining really. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, trying to stay busy now. It's difficult because you can't go to gyms in Jersey. You can't. You can't go eat. You can't really do a lot. So you kind of go crazy. Yeah. Being home, 
too. But I feel bad for the guys that are there. I mean, they 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 locks down the base completely. Oh my there's, gosh. There's no um like chefs there, so they're all eating MOEs every day, all day. So, oh my gosh. Dang, their, their life there is pretty shitty right now. Dang, that's insane. So what's it like? So you you go to school in Manhattan? What's that like? It was awesome. I, I yeah. went there for my semester right when I got home. Um, so last, uh, I guess, fall uh, or spring. I went there last spring. But yeah, it was, it was, a, it was a really good time. Um, I was never really a huge city person until I started going there every week. <laughs> yeah. But you, you definitely fall in love with it really quickly. The, the, the hustle, the bustle of it all, just, it's a different, it's kind of like New Orleans, where it's just, it's just, you're on. As soon yeah. as you, you step off at Penn Station, it's like, holy shit, like, this is, this is a different thing. Yeah, you can't um, even, like, stand around and admire anything, because you're just going to get run over, like, it, it's but, like, boom, it's just, everyone's 100 miles an hour. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an awesome, like, flow, it's just, everyone's there to work, 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 it's serious. But yeah, it, it's awesome, I really like yeah, I was in New York. Um, when this have been 20, 2019. So like over a year ago, like a year and a half ago or something like that. Um, yeah, you're over a year and a half ago. And it was just, it's the first time I'd been there in a while. The first time that I was, or the previous time I was there, I was younger. I really don't remember anything, but now yeah. like when you're an adult and you remember those things and you're like navigating the subway and going around all these different yeah. places, it's, it's really intoxicating. It re I'm just like, oh my God, yeah. like I might just like, can I just like stay here? I'll just like figure out something to do. Like I just, just really cool here. Yeah. It's, it's, it's an insane atmosphere. That's cool. Well, hopefully these things clear up and if I ever make it out that way, we'll, uh, we'll meet again. That'll be fun. That sounds good to me, man. Well, James, dude, this, thanks for taking the time to do this. I know you had, you had some stuff work to do this weekend. So I appreciate you taking the time. Of course, like I said in the beginning, thank you for your service. And, um, dude, yeah, we're, we're going to meet up in, in New Orleans one of these days again. I'm going to have – it's going to be like looking <laughs> in a mirror because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to steal your look 100%. I'm getting the glasses. I'm getting the shirt. I'm, do, I'm doing it all, man. Well, Matt, we'll go shopping together, right? Deal. And we'll go out. We'll get our loaf of bread and turkey and just, just bomb grenades. We'll live together, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Roommates for the week, New Orleans, baby. I love it. I'm done. All right, James. Thanks again, man. Uh, stay healthy, all that good stuff, all right? Thanks, buddy. You too, all man. Right.